business. Helping you stand apart from your competition and explode the growth of your business. You're about to discover the latest online strategies, tools, and advice to succeed online. Succeed online. This is Super Savvy Business with expert online marketer Fiona Lewis. Hi there, it's Fiona Lewis from Super Savvy Business with this week's podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that is very hot in the online world these days. We're going to be talking about all things social media and this um, and how we can use social media to grow our businesses and increase our brand reputation. Now, today I've brought on the call with us Samantha Riley. Um, now, Samantha and I were talking about social media and the strategies we were using in our businesses about a week ago. And it was at that point I realized that Sam had a lot to offer when it came to giving insights on using social media for business. Now, just to give you a bit of a background about Sam, she started her first business while her friends were still at uni, and she's never looked back. Over the past 20 years, she has owned and exited multiple businesses and absolutely loves the business of business. From years of learning on the job, she has co-founded Stress-Free Business to help business owners fast-track building a profitable business while designing their businesses around their chosen lifestyle. So first of all, I'd like to welcome you to the call, Sam. Hi, Fiona. Thanks for having me today. Look, I'm, I'm really excited about this topic because I know you and I have really been pushing social media, not just for our own businesses, but talking about social media with our clients as well. And we were sharing ideas last week and that's when I thought, wow, there's so much information and hints and tips that uh, we were discussing that it really uh, needed to be spoken about through a podcast. Yeah, we had a great conversation, didn't we? We certainly did. I love social media. Yeah. What is it that you love about social media so much? I love that you can um, interact with so many people globally and on such a large scale. You know, thinking back to uh, when I first opened my business 21 years ago, if I wanted to connect with someone, I had to pick up the phone. You know, I had to use it, the yellow pages or the white pages to find their phone number and pick up the phone and talk to them. So it was, you know, very one-on-one -on -one, where now I can have a conversation with people all around the world at the same time. Yeah, and I completely agree with you. The thing is with social media is it's it's one of those things that I find a lot of business owners know they should be doing. They hear that people are doing it and doing it well and getting results, but they, they feel a bit lost in how they might implement a social media strategy for their own businesses. Do you find that's the same case for your clients? Absolutely, yeah, um, for a few different reasons. One, they don't understand that there even is a strategy or what the strategy could be. Mm. Um, and the second thing I hear, and I'm sure you hear it too, is people saying how many hours a day they're spending on social media. So not understanding how to utilise it um, and just spending lots of time I call it faffing, just for hours on Facebook. <laughs> you know, I hear that exact same thing. People say to me, oh, but, you know, to do social media, it's taking me so much time. And that's when I think, mm, okay, so really there's a, there's a big need for people to learn, you know, how to create a, a proper strategy around what they're doing so they're clear about what their end results are, how to then execute that and doing it in a way that's leveraged and not going to consume hours of every day. Absolutely, 100%. Mm. So, I mean, one of the things I also hear, Sam, is that people say, well, I've tried that, it doesn't work. Or Facebook mm -hmm. is just not for me in my business. I've tried it, it doesn't work. Do you, do you hear that as well? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So 
I think that's the, the like the very very first point that needs to be taken into consideration when you are starting out with some sort of social media strategy, um, and that's like what actually is the end goal. So you know, do you have an e-commerce site or do you want people to opt into your blog site? And then when you know who that ideal client or who that ideal customer is, you need to figure out where they're hanging out. Mm. So you might not even have your ideal customer on Facebook. They might be on LinkedIn or they might be on um, Instagram. So you really need to know what your strategy is and who you're speaking to and the kind of conversations to start before you even begin. That's exactly right. I mean, there are, the platforms do cater to slightly different genres and, and types of people. Some people are across um, multiple platforms like myself. I actually enjoy all of the platforms possibly not Twitter, that's not my thing, but um, but then you'll get people who perhaps are more in the professional corporate world that don't tend to hang out so much in Instagram, but they're more likely to be in uh, Google Plus or in LinkedIn groups. Yep, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely right. And you can use different social media platforms for different reasons as well. Um, so, you know, you might be on LinkedIn to build your professional profile or a speaking profile um, and then you'll be on Facebook talking with a certain type of client um, and then you might be on Instagram for um, a different kind of client that's interested in, in your area of business, not necessarily, um, you know, to be signing up as, as, a, as a client or a customer. Right. Agreed. So, Sam, I guess once people have identified what the end result is, what, they, what they're actually trying to achieve through their social media presence, what do you think is the, one of the next most important steps for somebody to take? Um, okay, so once you've identified where your ideal client is hanging out, um, I'd probably, the, the first thing I'd recommend is just starting with one platform. If social media, if you haven't been running social media accounts, just choose one platform to start with, and you know, get that leg up and start getting used to it. Um, and it's really about thinking about the content um, and the communication, the the conversations that these people want to be involved with. Um, social media, a lot of people don't understand it as being social. So mm. it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're at a party and you're speaking to people. So you need to make it social. Yeah. So not just posting on Facebook continually selling products or buy my thing, buy my thing. Um, it's more about opening up a conversation um, and, and bringing people into your community or into your tribe. So yeah. thinking about the kinds of things that that person you know, what do they want to see? What do they want to listen to? What do they want to read? What sort of videos do they like? Um, and starting to get a bit of a, an idea of those things and posting things that our ideal clients, customers are interested in to entice them to come into that conversation. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a great tip there, Sam. And and I what I also recommend is to have a look at some of your main competitors, people who are within your niche, see what um, platforms they're using. So an easy way to do that is to perhaps go to the website of somebody that um, is within your niche and that, that you consider to be doing well and uh, being successful and look for the social media boxes or buttons on their site and click on them. Go to their pages 
see how many followers they've got. And if they've got quite a lot of followers, then start drilling into the types of posts that they're, they're, they're posting. Think about how regularly they're posting, the types of posts uh, that they're, they're adding, which ones are getting the most likes, shares, comments, in other words, the best engagement. And from that, it can give you a bit of an idea of what your market is interested in. Listen to the, look at the conversations, the types of words they're using. And I find that that's a really good place to start. If you're, if you're feeling a bit stuck and you think, well, I don't even know what to post. I, uh, you know, I don't know what they're going to be interested in. See what they're already interested in, in other areas. That's absolutely spot on, Fiona. Um, those, those bigger companies that have got, you know, 20,000 or 30,000 likes or even more have already spent the money on the marketing. Um, and already done the research. So use their research um, and leverage it into your business. Mm. And I, I tend to keep a spreadsheet when I'm doing this when I'm doing this process. So what I'll do is I'll create a spreadsheet, I'll list the maybe the top five companies that I want to to do a competitor analysis on. I'll make a record of the amount of likes they've got, how often they post, the types of posts they do it they're um, they're posting, uh, which platforms they're using type of engagement they've got all of those sorts of things and once you've got it on a spreadsheet you'll very quickly see if there is um, a, a pattern going on uh, you'll see who the top performers are and you know basically which ones are the ones that you should be paying attention to um, and once you've done that then you can start jotting down ideas on a separate spreadsheet for what sorts of posts you're going to be creating and I I don't know about you Sam but I I like to sort of have regular sort of things that happen on a weekly basis so you might have a Tuesday tip or you know every Wednesday you're posting a link to a blog or Fridays you might have a fun fact Friday or something like that just because then your community you sort of get used to the types of things that you're posting but then you have your ad hoc stuff like you might post a, a link to something that's happened industry news or something like that so there's all the unexpected stuff but then there's that regular content um, that people get used to enjoying with you. We also do the same thing in our business um, and just adding on to that the other thing that it does by having that spreadsheet is it saves you time. Yep. Not only does it mean that you can um, schedule all of your posts for the week or for the month at once instead of sitting there and doing it every day um, but it means that you know just if you find an interesting article or an interesting picture um, a lot, you know, just on your normal day to day, you already know that you can um, copy that link and save it straight into that spreadsheet and walk away from it, not spending time going into Facebook, getting caught up, you know, posting and, and checking out your news feed. It's just, it's done and you've walked away from it. Yeah, that is That's a great tip. Yeah. yeah, it opens your focus to know what you're looking for. That's right. So it's almost like your reticular activating system is is on alert because you know that you you're constantly looking for news or um, little tips or you know content for blogs. And if you know ahead of time, then as you're surfing the net and, and just keeping up to date, basically with your industry, you'll see things as as they appear. You just mentioned something Absolutely. about um, saving yourself time, and and I guess this is a you know a very hot topic when it comes to uh, social media, <laughs> as we discussed in earlier. And, you know, yes. just by planning like this is going to save you time. But let's, let's sort of dig a little bit deeper into time management and how to really leverage um, off this whole process so that it's not consuming. Now, 
I've got lots of things that I do and I'm sure they're the same as you. But so let's pass over to you, Sam. If you could just share some of the hints and tips around how business owners can reduce the amount of time that social media can suck up in a day. Yeah, absolutely. So like um, you mentioned before, Fiona, having a spreadsheet for all of your posts for the week. A, a week's a really good way to start. Um, a month might be a little bit overwhelming if you're just starting off a new strategy, but you could work towards being doing this month by month, month down the track. Um, but having your week set out um, into the boxes, so going, especially with Facebook, going in and having a look at your insights, seeing what times you need to be posting, so you're not posting at a time where there's not very many people, um, you know, logged into Facebook. And um, with Facebook, I really like um, post uh, scheduling my posts directly on my page. I don't use a third-party app with Facebook. I'm not sure if you do. Um, there's, uh, there's yeah, other up things. until up until recently, I didn't because I knew that Facebook um, weren't likely to show scheduled posts from third-party apps. Um, as as well yes. as if you'd scheduled them through the native scheduling tool in Facebook. However, I've just come across a tool called Sprout Social, um, which does have scheduling, and they've actually um, partnered with Facebook, so you don't get that same problem. So Sprout Social is a great tool, and you can schedule not just for Facebook but for LinkedIn, Twitter, and uh, Pinterest. Oh, perfect! So, Beautiful. Yeah, it is. Um, it is a great tool, but it's it's more for people, I guess, who because it's, I think it's $99 a month. So it's a sort of thing that once you're up and running and, and you've got the funds to be able to to, um, to afford that, then it's it's a great tool. And, oh, my gosh, it saves so much time because, like you say, you can sit down on a, you know, on a Monday morning and schedule things for a whole week and it might take you, you know, half an hour to an hour to schedule everything in, but then it's done. It's mm -hmm. forget. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we have all of our... Um, Facebook posts for three pages done and that's even getting all of our content put and posting three to four times a day and that's all done by lunchtime on Mondays. Yes, it's exactly. so much better. Yeah. And then all you need to do is just um, keep an eye on it, on those pages um, for interaction if people are liking or commenting, especially if they're commenting, you always want to go back in and reply to those comments. Um, but other than that, you don't have to do anything else for the rest of the week. Sam, you, you just like you, said you, you just said something. You said scheduling three to four posts a day, and I can hear, I can almost hear the the sounds and of the people listening in, into this call going, "Oh my gosh, that's so much." <laughs> You know, and I used to I used to think that three to four posts a day was too you know too much for me to handle as well. And so I, what I did was I started with just one a day, one a day. And what I've done is built up yes. as I, as I've learned about the different types of posts that you can create, and and they don't have to be time consuming. You know, like it could just as you say, being a link to a an article that you read that you thought was interesting. It can be a little graphic quote. They don't need to be huge things. Um, but I would say start small, start with one a day and as you can Perfect. build it up so that you're, you've got content going on throughout the day, morning, noon, after, uh, morning, noon, afternoon and then evening. Yes, that's a really good point because you don't want that overwhelm of thinking, ah, I can't do four posts to hold you back and not do any posting. So that's a great tip, Fiona. Yeah, and I also like that you mentioned um, how important it is to uh, always be responding and replying to people. So if people comment on something, then reply to them, like their comment. Um, so because as you said at the very beginning, we must remember 
that social media is social. It's all about having conversations mm-hmm. and building relationships. So there's no point scheduling things and then not being present. That's right. Mm. Um, it's also the more um, interaction there is as well means it's more likely to come up onto the newsfeed. Exactly. So quite often, um, I would suggest that when you do do a post, that you like it as your business page, and also go back in and like it as your personal profile. That's a great tip. Um, and mm. and the other thing is that you know if you've got a really interesting article. I would only suggest that you do this once or twice a week because you don't want to spam your friends, but share a post onto your personal profile every now and again because that just increases that interaction and means that that post is more likely to show up in more news feeds. Yeah, look, it's interesting you bring that up as far as personal pages and business pages Um, and sometimes I do see people constantly sort of pushing their business stuff on their their personal pages I guess it's you know that's an individual thing as to whether or not you want to do that Mm -hmm. I personally choose not to um, you know Mm -hmm. I say it might be every now and then I'll do it but um, I think I've you know I've, I've actually seen threads with people saying that they get a bit annoyed when they're you know they see people constantly pushing business on the personal platform mm-hmm so yeah. It, yeah and you're right it is a very personal thing yeah and, and I guess it depends on who your friends are you might have a lot of business friends on your personal profile who are genuinely interested in stuff so I guess it's a case-by-case scenario um that's exactly yeah so I guess you know once we've 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 worked out what our strategy is we've now talked about the importance of planning ahead um and scheduling um but you and I have kind of taken it a little bit of a step further haven't we because our time is extremely valuable and this is what we're teaching our clients and some of our clients are also starting to take the next step beyond and working out a way to release ourselves even further from uh, social media. So I know you've had really great success in, in this next step. So do you want to share what you've done recently in order to, to help free yourself up a little bit more? Yeah, that's really good. We, um, we've hired um, an intern to come in uh, that is doing a, um, a communication degree. So she's coming in and helping us um, work out a strategy and helping us start to integrate how our social media are working together. So not just having Facebook sitting on its own, not having just Instagram and Pinterest sitting on their own, but how are they actually all working together? Um, and and coming up with the strategy, putting our heads together and uh, coming up with that strategy and then she's actually scheduling all our posts for us. So it's great, it's freeing up my time but it's also teaching her so much. She said that she learned, you know, more in the first four hours of, you know, that we'd spent together than she had in her social media um, uh, subject at uni which is wow. great because that's a win <laughs> situation for both of us yeah and and I know that you know you were telling me how fantastic your intern is and you know I think the the benefit of this guys for all of you listening is that by having somebody uh, help to manage your social media doesn't mean that it's taking away your own identity or taking away your flavor because you still uh, can be responsible or can can be overseeing the the content that goes in the posts it's still your blog's it's just as far as the legwork is concerned of actually scheduling them, uploading them, maybe creating graphics, um, helping you with your plan, a lot of that work can actually be taken away. Mm. Yeah, and what I love about my intern, uh, you know, because they're still at uni, they're generally they're younger, 
So they've got a completely different take on what's happening as well. So mm. to put our knowledge together with their knowledge of what, you know, this is how they've grown up and to put those two things together, it's quite powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think for, for those business owners who um, possibly don't have anyone to manage their social media, this is a really great way to get started, to have an intern come and work with you for a few months, get some systems going, get some planning going, and that way you'll become a lot more familiar with what needs to be done. And then the next step might be to actually hire a, a VA. So hire somebody um, possibly offshore. You can either hire someone locally here in Australia. Um, however, it's, it's a lot cheaper often to hire somebody offshore. I have a team that work for me in Eastern Europe. Um, some people like to hire in the Philippines. Um, but then you can actually get someone to work full-time or part-time for you simply focusing on your marketing and specifically your digital marketing. Mm. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed this too, Fiona, but not only it, there's a couple of things that have happened for us with um, our intern coming in. One, it's made us get super, super clear on our strategy and the systems and it's forced me to really, you know, knuckle down and do it. Where as business owners, we're busy all the time mm. and some of these things can just keep getting put off and put off and put off. Where <laughs> once sitting there in front of me, it's like, okay, let's do this. And now we've got all of our systems recorded, our procedures recorded. And the other thing is it's made me get really clear on the message because so that I can convey to her that, you know, what how I want our branding perceived and what we do. And she's actually within three or four weeks, it's it's like she's a little mini me in the way that she looks for the content. Yeah. So, you know, you did touch on it before. We still want to have our personal flavor in our, our social media, but it doesn't take that long and you can and they will just automatically um, you know, take that in by osmosis. Exactly. And, and, I, and I've had the exact same experiences with my team. So um, for all of those listening, you know, if you're at that point where you don't currently uh, do any social media or perhaps you're sort of stabbing in the dark with it, then bringing someone on as, as an intern or as a social media expert uh, VA will really help to get the ball rolling and to, to get you up and running. And as Sam, Sam said, to actually get you starting to think about what you want to do and how you want to build your brand because I mean one thing that I found the further I've got into social media um, Sam is it's really helped to build my brand and the brand reputation because now there's that social proof of you know the pages growing in likes people liking people commenting so let's say somebody new comes uh, who's not familiar with your you and your business what comes to social media to check you out the fact that they can see all that social proof is invaluable Absolutely. Yeah. And it's almost like when they do come to meet you or with that time where they think, oh, I need someone to help me and they're ready to, you know, send a personal message or pick up the phone, they, you've already set up that, um, that trust. So they mm. already feel like they know you. Exactly. So it's not like a cold call. They feel like they're already part of your tribe. And you know what and else? I think that's one. Yeah, yeah, and I think the way people shop and the way people um, interact with businesses is 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 changing too. Because I know that this is the case not just for my business, but for my clients and for um, you know businesses at large. Is that sometimes business inquiries, rather than coming through email or phone call, are now coming through messaging on through a social media account. So people will actually inquire yes. about a product or a service through a message on Facebook, for example, and. 
you know, if you're, if you're not currently active in social media, you're missing those opportunities because there's certain people within the community that prefer to communicate that way. We get the majority by, by a huge number, majority, of our inquiries through social media. Mm. So there's, that's an absolutely huge gold nugget, guys, for those of you who are listening. You can be generating business, not just relationships, but real business that converts into cash and, you know, increased profits for you and your business just by having an active social media campaign. It's, it's, it's quite bizarre when you think about it. I mean, who would have thought, you know, when Facebook first came out that it could lead to helping you build your business? It's, it's quite amazing. Oh, business has just changed so much in the last oh, seven, eight years. It's mm. um, something that we really need to pay attention to. Yeah. But one thing I love is that for, you know, one of the first times in history for a very long time, small business can now compete with big business because of the internet, because of social media and, and the way that we can present ourselves online. Um, you no longer have to be a big corporate or a big conglomerate in order to, to reach a worldwide audience. Correct. Mm. Absolutely. Now, Sam, we were going to talk about Facebook ads, but I'm looking at the time and I'm aware that we've we've had such a great in-depth conversation about social media in general that we can we kind of run out of time. So perhaps we can get together another day to chat about Facebook advertising because I know that that's something you and I have been very active in um, learning all the tips and the, and the strategies to get success. Um, and I know that our, our community would really benefit from hearing some of the things we've been doing. Yeah, I would love to do that. I love social media. <laughs> All right, Sam. Well, thank you. Look, uh, you know, it's been fantastic to speak to you um, and I'm really looking forward to getting together with you again and we'll talk all things Facebook ads. Sounds perfect. Okay, guys, so you've been listening to Samantha Riley from Stress Free Business. You can find her at stressfreebusiness.com.au or you can find her on Facebook at Stress Free Startups. My name is Fiona Lewis from Super Savvy Business, and I will look forward to speaking to you again soon on our next podcast. This has been Super Savvy Business with Fiona Lewis. Take the fast track to your success online. To find out how, visit supersavvybusiness.com now.